Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be covering how to survive in a world full of pain. I'm going to be giving you strategies for emotional survival and spiritual growth, especially in today's world, because it seems like in today's world, it's seamlessly being torn apart by conflict and disagreements and prejustice. And I know it can be kind of hard to find that grounding and try to find that peace and within, right? And so I want to teach you today how to find peace within and then spread it outward. You see, for the past three years, the most challenging question I've received through emails or phone calls and conversations are, Nate, what do I do? Or Nate, what should I do? And this question stems from the COVID-19 pandemic to the Black Lives Matter movement to when the COVID treatment came out to political disagreements and race and religious wars and disagreements. Surviving a life surrounded by family at war with each other and friends at war with gang and drug violence around me, I found peace within. And with this peace within, anytime the world outside of me is at war, I'm subconsciously prepared, ready, and grounded already. And in today's podcast, I want to share this blueprint with you. And I would share this blueprint with you in the hopes of helping you master your emotions in a world full of pain. So since giving you one simple answer won't be helpful, I sat down and created a strong podcast episode that may turn into a series to help you master your emotions. So sit tight and be ready. So the first thing I want us to understand is a concept of mastering the why. And mastering the why is understanding the root cause behind everything, the root cause to why people are evil in this world, to why people are separating in their family, communities, and even within our world. And why do you respond the way you do when you see these things as far as being scared or having anxiety and anger? And as soon as we understand these, uh, mastering the why, our whole perspective will change. So the first concept of mastering the why is understanding your emotions. Why is your emotions responding the way you do and the science behind why you respond the way you do? And one way that's going to easily help me break this down and it's going to give you a nice full perspective on this is understanding what emotions mean. What is you? emotions. What does the E in emotion stand for? Well, it stands for energy emotion. And the more negative emotions we experience, the more they can cause a ripple effect through the mind, body, and soul. And the way we can um, break this down is using a concept that created called the five layers of energy so you can understand on how exactly this happens. So when you have negative emotions, it goes through the first layer of energy, which is your nervous system. Your nervous system would turn on the sympathetic nervous system, which is also known as a fight or flight. Then it goes to the second layer of energy, which is your organs and glands. So I'll name a few organs and glands that will be affected and will react to negative emotions. And that would be the adrenals by pumping out cortisol. It would be the heart by increasing, preparing you for fight or flight. That would be your lungs because your lungs have to work a lot harder um, in fight or flight because you're hyperventilating, (laughs) breathing, right? Digestion will be turned off. So would your your digestive tract won't have peristalsis, so constipation could be something, and your stomach acid won't be produced, your your digestive juices, right? So that's your stomach acid, the bile that's released from your liver, and also your pancreatic enzymes. So now we have a bunch of digestive issues. Uh, the next layer of energy is the third layer of energy, which is your muscles. So the chest muscles would get really tight, your quad and hip flexors, specifically your iliac psoas muscle would get tight, your neck muscles would get tight, and your upper abdominals. So when your neck muscles are tight, your 
in your upper abdominals, it's going to pull you forward into something we call an upper cross syndrome. So your head will come forward. You're putting all the stress on your neck. Now, the fourth layer of energy is emotions. But where does the emotions come from? Well, the first three layers having to react the way it does, your body being in fight or flight and getting ready for a stressful environment, the brain will then go into survival mode. And survival mode means subconsciously, you'll be looking for threats, safety, and security. So mastering the why and the subconscious over time helps you respond automatically with a better uh, a reaction or a better response. But if you never master the why and you never get the foundational steps, you will always respond in a negative way subconsciously, which is the fifth layer of energy, right? So the subconscious. So anything you do over and over and over again with the first four layers of energy will become subconscious to you, which is the fifth layer. But trauma is one of the things that will become subconscious very fast since trauma will ripple through all the four, the first four layers of energy without you even being conscious, which is the reason why this is important to understand. But what happens here is that when you do react subconsciously and, and the, you have specific imbalances in the five layers of energy, you will create a dysfunctional archetype. So basically your subconscious mind has paradigms, patterns that you follow. And these patterns can actually show up in personalities. And the psychologist Carl Jung is very known for um, bringing up archetypes and explaining archetypes and uh, sharing a lot of archetypes with us in this world. But today I'm using the word archetype to show you a pattern of a personality. And there's two of them that are pretty known, but there's one of them that I kind of um, made up myself because I see it a lot with my clients and I'll break each of those down. You can become the victim. Why me? Everybody's attacking me and my people, right? Then you can have, and there's much more. I just gave you quick ones. Then you can have the shielded, a person that is scared to, to speak their truth, a person that is hiding from the world, who they really are and giving the world a, um, basically a different version of them. So usually you can see the shielded acting a little more tough and, you know, um, sarcastic and uh, rest and be face, but they're really sweet, they're really sweet people. But they're responding in that way with a shield to protect their you know, their love because they've been hurt a lot. And usually you can find people who had a lot of abuse as a child, sexual abuse, or just, you know, mental, physical, emotional abuse, um, especially anywhere from eight to 14 years old. And then you have the third one, which is the people pleaser. This person just agrees to everybody's opinion. This person is trying to avoid conflict at all costs. This person is saying yes to everybody else. This person is spending most of their energy trying to please other people. So that is one of the reactions from the five layers of energy. So until we understand, like I said, when we break these things down, we can never master our emotions in a world full of pain. We're going to subconsciously respond when we see something. So for an example, if you're a victim and you see something, for an example, when Black Lives Matter happened and I'm African-American, right? When that went down, there was a part of me immediately that responded internally with a lot of hate or a lot of um, anger because it reminded me when my father was getting, you know, chased by the cops and mistreated by the cops and my uncles had, you know, their face pushed into the ground and cops throwing jabs at them while they were arresting them. So when that conflict happened in the world and it was bringing, it was becoming more aware all over social media, it got something in me to really, right? If you're the shielded archetype and you're in this world and you don't, and you're not expressing how you feel. So let's just say, for an example, you have a particular, um, you follow a particular religion or you come from a particular culture and you automatically put this shield on 
to protect your culture or your emotions about your culture. And instead of, you know, you, you like, so for an example, I, I'm just going to use myself as an example because I don't want to offend anybody. When I had my gym in Westchester and I got hired to run a gym in Westchester, I put a shield on. I was scared that people were going to judge me for me being brown with tattoos. So I put this shield on like, yeah, say something to me. Yeah, you want to be racist? Say something to me. Walking around, you know, Westchester, like with this mean mug. And the truth of the matter is nobody had nothing to say to me, right? But I just put this shield on to protect. I was scared. And then the people pleaser is agreeing with everybody, right? Or uh, doing everything, you know, for an example, if you disagree with something and your family wants you to do something or follow a certain protocol, but you disagree with them, but instead you decide to people please, you're going to waste, a, you're going to drain a lot of your energy, but you may be scared because the world is in pain and you're scared to go out there. You don't know how to master your own emotions and survive in this world full of pain. So those are just some examples to give you an understanding on how these things after the effect of five layers of energy, the subconscious will create over time a paradigm of a personality archetype that you may be under. And I use those three because usually those are the three that I see very associated with people with trauma or high levels of stress. Now, here's the interesting thing. When all of these uh, um, in, in, together are combined, it depends on what part of the body has the biggest imbalance. Then we can actually combine the chakras in here. So depending on the imbalance, we will create multiple imbalances with the chakra system. The more stressed we are, the more we will create a blockage with the root chakra affecting the rest of the chakra. So in, immediately when you're stressed or you're under a lot of, um, you have a lot of trauma that it's unhealed, your root chakra is going to be, it's the foundation of chakra and the root chakra is going to be the one that's going to throw you off the most. You can work on your solar plex, you can work on your heart chakra, your throat chakra, and nothing's not going to work until you get the root chakra back in balance because it's the base. When that's out of balance, the whole system gets out of balance and the root chakra is associated with, I, I connect it with the science of the adrenal glands, your quads, legs, and feet. Uh, the emotions will be uh, stemming from survival mode. Uh, subconsciously, it can be stress about safety, security, uh, and then subconsciously, a person can be pulled into the victim archetype. Now, healing the root cause of our emotions in today's world is going to be the first step that we need to do when it comes down to mastering our emotions because emotions are reflected from one of the four layers of energy. To can, uh, gain control and master our emotions, we need to make sure the other four layers of energy are balanced. So emotions is one of those layers. We need the nervous system to be balanced. We need the organ, organs and glands to be balanced, the muscular system to be balanced. And then we need the subconscious. We need to master the patterns that we follow in subconsciously. And when those four in are back in balance, then the energy, there's no blockages, there's no disruptions. The emotions, energy, emotion is more balanced. And then you can respond in a more positive way. But today, the first step that we need to do, we're not going to bring you through all of them. It's going to be overwhelming today. I'm going to give you a first step to do is mastering the why, mastering your emotions, understanding and becoming aware. So before diving into all of these things in the next few episodes, we need a reason why. Taking action first won't be sustainable. First, we need to become aware. So awareness is step number one, and then we need to be honest, and then we can take action. So if you're not aware of these things, and I just say, hey, look, if you want to survive in a world full of pain, you got to think differently. Peace. That's not going to work. We have to first become aware why we re why are we reacting and why is the world reacting in a way that it is. So today I will help you become more aware, follow up with some exercises and prompts in this podcast uh, to help you be honest and then set you up to take action in the next few podcast episodes of this series. Now these episode series is going to be once a week, so they're not going to be back to back. I just want to prepare you for that. It's going to be too much for you. We'll make it week to week or bi-weekly. You'll see the title, you'll see the series, and you'll know, okay, this is part 
part two to this. This is part three. I want to give you time to go through these. So the first thing I want to go through is when I was growing up, I had a lot of anger and anxiety. So anxiety um, came from my response to the family fighting and separating uh, the gang wars around me and um, hiding from the police my whole life because my father had a warrant for his arrest. All my uncles had a warrant for their arrest and it created a lot of PTSD. It affected me with studying, um, making videos and coaching, and I had to master my emotions. So that was the first real emotion that was really out of balance in my life. The second one was anger and the anger was responding to threats with the street mindset. And I'm going to be really honest with you. There was a point in my life that I would just fight. Um, I mean, a lot of times just knock people out. I was fighting to protect myself in school. If I didn't master this, I would have knocked a lot more people out during my life as a coach. I'm just being honest. I'm, I, I just want to be vulnerable and honest with you in this podcast. Um, especially when I was in Los Angeles, a lot of, a lot of people would have got, and it's not like LA natives. I keep for those that listen to me, it's a lot of um, Hollywood things that I came across that oof, people would have got their hands, my hands put on them. Um, but I had to beat my battles. I had to beat these things. These things would affect me. It would affect me. They're really just an internal um, war that I had within myself and a lot of emotions I had to learn how to master. And I beat my battles with karma and using power moves. Hmm, what does that mean? Karma, most of you probably know what that is, but power moves. Power moves is understanding the why and patterns of a person. And when you do that, you start to predict their next move and prepare, you start to be prepared for them. So I didn't respond with anger anymore. I expected something to happen and I was prepared for it. I learned most of the people who took advantage of me during my life or try to pick on me or try to do things. Um, basically, my inner child was responding to that. But as I got older, I started to master my emotions and my mind and I started to see these patterns. And as soon as you start seeing these patterns, you can predict the next thing. So the biggest thing that happens with us is that we can become unaware or we don't want to become aware or honest when we expected somebody to do something or we expected one of those family members to say something during the holidays. We expect that. But if you're not aware, you're not honest that you know they're going to do that. Then when they do it, it hurts. And then now we respond. See what I'm saying? So you got to power moves is listen, as long as you know that I know that's the only thing I need to know. I don't need to hold the whole room to know this. I don't know. I know what you're doing. Okay. I'm prepared. Mastering the why of today's world, the universe is in pain. That's the truth. Global wars along with uh, political disagreements, we see our reflections of our personal battles. The pain of division, it just isn't there in the world. It's not out there in the world only. It's actually in our streets, our communities, our homes, but most importantly, it's in our hearts. You see, my anger and anxiety towards the world was a reflection within me. The more the world was stressed, the more I used to respond. So if you notice that your anger, your anxiety, you're scared, these things are just going on first within you. So when you see it outside, it's triggering the emotions within you, the subconscious within you, the, the muscular system, the five layers of energy, because we never truly healed. We can go on vacation or we can go to retreats or we can read a book and say, yeah, this helped me heal. But when it's time, when it's game time, when it's really time, when the things in the world start doing this and start triggering these things, now we see, can we apply the things that we've learned from therapy, from our vacations, our retreats, these books, these podcasts, that is the time when it's to see if you're ready or not. It's easy to heal, you know, on a retreat or in your comfortable space reading a book. But the truth is, is that if we don't get to the root causes of these things, when game time comes and we're not prepared or overreacting, that means we have more work to do. And most of the time we go, we skip awareness, we skip honesty, we go straight for action because marketing can make you do that. Um, honestly, 
just trying to get a quick fix can do that. No, 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 no. This is a process. This is a downloading process, right? <laughs> you have to understand the full spectrum. The war within my family and community taught me a few lessons that helped me navigate in this world full of pain. The more I mastered the war around me, the more I can stay grounded in the world out there that's in war. So the goal of me sharing this with you is to show you the why behind every negative and evil behavior of others. Number one, when I saw these wars, the first reason was revenge. So family and friends wanted to get back at people. Meaning, if you did something to me five years ago, I want to get back at you now. On the streets, you did something to me three years ago on the block. I got to get one of yours back. But one thing that they're both missing, but what I saw with this, these wars with family and friends is karma, a universal law we can't turn away from so they didn't understand that they were trying to do god's job or the universe's job is what i like to call it anytime you try to do the universe's job you better be ready to deal with the universe's problems see what i'm saying so now you create bad energy back within you and then you put it back out there in the world in hopes to hurt the other person because they did it to you. Now you just messed up your vibration, your energy, your emotions. You put it out there. Now your frequency dropped and then now you're going to get something right back. So that was the first one. The second one was hate. Most people were hating because they're not internally happy with themselves. They're not internally happy with themselves. They're scared. If they're scared and you're not, oof, be ready for criticism. If they don't, if they hate the fact that they don't exercise and they don't take care of the nutrition and they don't see a therapist and they're not healing, but you are, come, the hate's coming. The hate is coming. They're not internally happy with themselves. The third one, lack of perspective. People are in survival mode. They're hypervigilant, funneling their brain to focus on one thing, survival. What does that, what happens when a person's in survival? Norepinephrine is increased, cortisol is increased, their body becomes numb. So they're numb to how they feel. They're numb to how they react. They're numb. You can tell them all you want. That wasn't right. They're numb. They don't feel that. They're not in tuned. Therefore, making their body numb and creating a mind and body that has one way of thinking, survival. So they're going to lack perspective to the truth of the opposite side with a religion political party and race and people <laughs> they're not going to see that they don't have the ability to do that scientifically they don't the more stress a person is under the more that they're going to be tapped into the reptilian brain it only cares about three things safety security is number one substance is number two sex and procreation is number three the more stressed they are the more they're going to be pulled into the reptilian brain they're not going to be in the then they don't have the uh, ability biologically or through physic um anatomy physiology to be able to reach the emotional brain which is the limbic brain of loving and, and caring and being in the present moment and most importantly they won't be able to tap into the neocortex which is the intellectual part of the brain to have perspective <laughs> they won't have perspective and then the next one that i found in a world full of pain around me with wars with family and friends that happens outside too is going to be the victim archetype these you're going to run into a lot of victim archetype remember i told you five layers of energy they're going to be zoomed so if these if people are working on a low vibration we're, we're um, basically we're revenge they're not internally happy they have lack of perspective because their body's producing all the stress hormone if you just go through the five layers of energy that pulls that person right back into what the the root chakra the root chakra i connect the archetype of the a dysfunctional archetype of the victim archetype to that these people are victim this is very important to understand now watch this imagine a victim is very similar to a very young child the victim is actually in the same 
same field as the child archetype. Tell a child that's four years old that spilled milk. You spilled that milk. You're most likely going to get that child to say, no, I didn't. No, that was not me. And then you go, you, you want to react and say, oh my God, you're a liar, blah, blah, blah. But you stop yourself and you say, well, he's a child or she's a child. You're going to have to do that with some people. Just because they're 35 doesn't mean they're an adult. They most likely are still tapped into the victim archetype. The reason why I'm not successful is because of you. The reason why my people can't survive is because of you. The reason why I'm not happy is because of you. The reason why I'm broke is because of you. That's the victim archetype. No, 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 no. I would have been able to be successful if the government government didn't make the ghetto. So since they made the ghetto, I'm not successful. Now, most of these things, does that mean there isn't any truth to it? No, there's truth. But if we stay in victim archetype all our lives, where is that going to get us? Because deep down subconsciously, without being aware, people in the victim archetype are waiting for someone to come save them. There's nobody coming to save you. There's nobody coming to save you or them. Now, the first thing I want you to do as a homework assignment is I want you to pause a little bit and I want you to look inward. Do you struggle with anything I just mentioned above? Take a moment and rethink. Do you struggle with getting revenge on people? Do you struggle with some type of hate? You ever go on social media and like, oh my God, look at this person. You think you're all that? Be honest. Because look, we, we just became aware of some things just now, right? Now I need you to be honest. We got to be honest. Do we have a lack of perspective with things? And are we in victim archetype? Are we in that mode? Think about it. Be honest. There's sometimes I come victim in certain areas of my life too, right? No judgment, right? No, <laughs> no judgment at all. So when we understand this and we are aware, but then we're not honest, we start to lie to ourselves. And the truth of the matter is transforming and healing is building a new you. And in order to do that, you have to be honest. The more you lie to yourself, the more you're going to feed the old you. And the old you will keep you stuck in these five layers of energy subconsciously. This is the same reason why I named my book, The You You Never Knew. I'm trying to, I don't, I don't want it. I don't believe in healing the old you. Sorry, I just don't. So the more you go and tap back into your emotions and tap into your, your um, childhood and, and you just stay there and you keep doing that for 10 years of healing, I'm sorry, you're going to always have to have practitioners around you. You're always going to have problems because you're triggering the subconscious of those emotions. You're triggering the muscular system of those of 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 that uh, subconscious version of you you're uh, triggering the sympathetic nervous system that of that version of you look it's all good we, we if there's things you have to still become aware of that's amazing but then it's time to be honest and then we have to make action we have to create the new you we have to create the new you number two how does the universe respond when you lie to yourself how does the universe respond when you are not growing and you stay in the same you and you're stuck in the root chakra and you have low vibration well the universe will give you a call to action to heal your pain and you may start seeing these as bad luck as if you can't catch a break the more you resist of turning into the new you and you're trying to keep the ego alive of the old you if you're not overcoming the wounds and shadows of the old you i say this to you in this way because i had to say this to myself i killed the old me a couple times in different in, uh, in different parts of my life metaphorically i killed the old version of me what happens is the vibration that you carry the universe wants you to grow the universe wants you to you know become the best version of yourself because you're only here for a certain amount of time that's the reason why you're only here for a certain amount of time you're not here to chill you're not here to party right unless you're a soul that came here to do that and you're no souls that came here to do that they were to drink and party and have no problem the next morning next morning getting up they're they're lean they have no problems with weight they have no problems with hormones it's like these people can do whatever they want and not have a problem yes that's a soul that came here to party to have fun a soul that came here to do a job woof, they usually experience trauma and they have a very sensitive avatar a, ne a sensitive nervous system very sensitive crowds they become overwhelming 
too much information could become overwhelming. Um, they can, you can give them a million dollars and they can sit there and still feel unfulfilled because their soul came here to do a job. Yeah. I've seen thousands of these people and I had to figure out why I was the way I was. Nothing was making me happy. Right. Nothing. Boy came out of a pot, you know, a slice of pizza without having thrown the whole system out of balance. Lying creates a negative wave of emotions affecting the four layers of energy and creating a low vibration and quantum physics and the law of attraction can prove this. So people that need more proof for the law of attraction, we have something called quantum physics that show something called the zero point field that show the ether and show how vibration and frequencies attract one, one another, even your thoughts or energy, right? Your thoughts are energy, my friend. So if we do not become the new version of ourselves and we stay with the old version of ourselves and we keep lying and we are in victim mode or we're getting revenge or we're giving hate, or we have a lack of perspective. You're creating all different types of karma, low vibration, and you're putting that into the universe. And it's like, you have bad luck all the time. And what the universe would do is bring right back to you karma, but it will bring you challenges that expose your weaknesses, expose your weaknesses. And the more you avoid it, the more you're unaware of it, or you're not honest, or you don't take action, the more you stay the old version of you. See, throughout my life, I struggled with all four. So I would never come on this podcast and tell you to do something without me experiencing it. Number one, revenge. I had the street mindset at school when I came, when I had a scholarship, a football scholarship. I had that street mindset. I almost got kicked out of college for the street mindset. Number two, hate. I'm not going to be honest. I hated cops. I'm just being real with you. I hated cops. When you couldn't tell me that cops are okay, pfft, get out my face. No cop is allowed in my house. I don't want cops near me in the supermarket. If a cop gets behind me, even when I have a clean record, my heart, I go into fight or flight. Is it because of the cop or is it because of unhealed trauma? that I had within. Is it fair to good cops that I feel this way? Absolutely not. Is every cop bad? Absolutely not, right? But guess what? Guess what made me have, guess what made me change my perspective? Or it was going to separate my family and community and household and heart. My little brother became a cop. <laughs> so imagine that. My little brother became a cop and I did not like cops and nobody can change my mind until my little brother became a cop. So as much as I wanted to ignore the fact that I didn't want to be around cops, I hated cops, uh, you can't change my mind about cops. The universe goes, I got something for you, Nate. Boom, your brother's a cop. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to change your perspective? Are you going to learn the truth of the other side? Or are you going to continue to be the way you are, ruin your relationship with your little brother, make it create separation in your family because your ego, Nate, because you're not honest, Nate, because you're not aware of the other side, Nate. The next one was lack of perspective. When I was a kid, I thought rich people were evil. And I also thought that the government did not want me to be successful. Just being real. Rich people are evil. That was my, I'm like, that's what I said all the time. Yo, rich people evil and the government does not want me to be successful. The government doesn't want me to be successful all this alcohol liquor stores around me. The government doesn't want me to be successful with, you know, all this drugs going throughout my community. Now, is there some truth to that? Yes, there is. But what's the other side of the coin? Uh, well, I'll tell you, when I graduated college, I learned on how much the government supports new business owners. I learned that the government gives grants here in America to help people grow a business. I learned that the government has a bunch of programs to assist people on the poor, right? I was on section eight in welfare, but I'm all, I'm all over here saying the government doesn't want you to be successful with one perspective only. So there is a perspective that can, I, that, that can have truth. Well, what about the other side that has some truth? I wasn't looking there. Rich people are evil was the thing I used to say. I learned that rich people are usually people with the highest vibration. I was wrong. The last one, the victim archetype. I can never lose weight because of my genetics. That was the victim archetype. So I want to give you um, a perspective on what helped me make the shift from these things. So after, after bringing you through 
through the emotions, the five layers of energy, right? As you can see, we're starting with you. We ain't starting with, I said, how to heal or control your emotions and master your emotions in a world full of pain. Did I just go out there and say, it's because of this person, this person, the group, ha ha ha. No, we starting with you, my friend. We start with us first. You all understand why I did that. What helped me make the shift? By studying human nature, by studying nature and by studying the universal laws. So I studied the way earth works, the grass grows, the trees grow, the seasons change. Then I started seeing patterns with people. So I'll give you an example. The more a person stays in victim archetype where I come from, the more likely they get pregnant earlier or have a kid earlier, if they're male or female, right? If they, the more that they become under section eight, the more they get food stamps, the more they start having health problems. And then their kids are going to the same grammar school or middle school they went to. And it's a cycle. The more one of my boys hustled, the more they more likely got money, got the new sneakers and the new gear, fire, nice. But then they get caught up with some type of police charge. Then they get caught up with either going to jail, dying, or becoming very sick from the drugs that you're using. Human nature, human patterns, universal laws, karma. You can't outrun it. You can't cheat God. You can cheat man. You can't cheat God. So go through this first episode. Start becoming honest with yourself and see where you can improve on. Seeing where you can, which out of the four you need to work on first. Be honest with yourself. Maybe you were not aware of it. I want you to be honest with this one, okay? Then from there, prepare for episode two as we go deeper into this. Now you're going to understand why it may be challenging for you to want to change, but why it's most likely challenging for the rest of the world to change. And therefore, if the world is not changing, then they stay the old version of themselves. If they stay the old version of themselves, they create low vibration. They create low vibration, they have bad karma. Low vibration and bad karma throughout this world makes the world and the universe in pain. The universe wants to grow, evolution, but it's having trouble because people are stuck in these low vibes. The universe is filling in a whole bunch of low frequencies. So to get your attention, the universe uses a special thing. The more you ignore it, the more it brings to you. And that's pain. And we'll be going over that in the next episode. If you enjoyed this, please leave a review on any platform you're listening to. If you're watching me on one of the platforms, leave your comment down below. If you're interested in any coaching, I shut down coaching for three and a half months because I was writing the book. The first draft is done. The book cover is finalized. I, as soon as I get the thumbs up from the publisher, I'm going to be sending out an email sharing the book cover with everybody. So if you're not on my email list or my tribe, you can become you can become part of the tribe down below, put the link down below. And most importantly, if you want to book a call with me, I, I will have availability from the end of November right now into uh, December, I believe 11th. And then I have to shut it down again because we get back into book mode with meetings and things like that. So if you've been waiting, I know I shut it down for a little bit, but you can book a call down below. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me. I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Peace.